0: Shalom everybody, welcome back to our BRI videos, Bresla Research Institute videos. We have a preparation for Purim. Purim in Rabbi Nachman's teachings and the Breastlef circles is very high. We all know Rabbi Nachman makes an emphasis on Rosh Hashanah, Uman Rosh Hashanah. But what people also don't know is Rabbi Nachman made a major emphasis on Purim. He hinted that now all beginnings are from Purim. And in Breslav lore, Breslav literature, where Rabbi Nachman teaches in the Kutemurah part 2, if I recall it's lesson 84, that Mipur Nasa Para, sorry, lesson 74, the Rabbi Nachman says that the reason why Parshat Para, the reading of the Red Heifer Parsha is after Purim, is because it's through Purim that we merit the purification of the para, even today, where there's no beta Mignash there's no temple, but still, to a degree, to be pure enough to experience the light, even in exile, even though we have no beta Mignash but to be able to experience the light of the Korban Pesach on Pesach, to have a light on Pesach, you need some type of Kedusha boost, even in exile. And this is why we read para. Parashat para is a preparation for Pesach. It's done after Purim, preparation for Pesach, and he says with Nachman that it's due to Purim, because he says, uh, based on Kabbalistic teachings, that Pur, Pei turns into para, Pei a difference being of just number one. Pur is with a six, a Vav, Parah is with a hei, five, okay? And he teaches from Purim is Nasa, para. That, that, that this is a preparation for the for the purification of Korban Pesach. So in Brestal of Lore, it's a commentary called Bebe Anachal. He indicates something very cute very not just cute but something real that para pei reshe, stands for purim rosh hashanah that from purim itself this also determines your rosh hashan experience by rabbi nachman it starts already from the Purim of the previous year what specifically the joy the joy of purim is the goal is the key it's something so paramount that the entire years depend on it. Rabbi Nachman said, initially, all beginnings were from Pesach, because Pesach and all the holidays that we have in the year are Zecher Litziat Mitzrayim, to commemorate the leaving of Egypt. But now, and he didn't complete the sentence. He said, v'achshav, in Yiddish, unhaint, but now, velosiam he didn't complete. Rav Nosen writes in Likutei Halachot, v'hevanti I understood from his gestures, and his hints, when giving this over, that now all beginnings are from Purim. Rav explains, what does he mean all beginnings are from Purim? Your simcha on Purim is the prerequisite for everything. So Rav goes a lot into this idea. He says that now, compared to like maybe two, three, four, five hundred years ago, people today are so broken, are so broken, that even just a little bit of musar. You try to give people musr, it breaks them. You give them, you know, there's burning in hell, and there's gehinam and there's punishment. Just, you push people even a little bit, they crack, they fall. Rav Nussan writes this. He said, earlier generations, again, two, three hundred years ago, they can learn muser, muser works, books of Musr, ethical rebuke, and reproach, and get a boost from it. Get a boost to come back to Hashem. But today, People are so shaky, so upside down, you try to shake them up a little, they crash totally. You didn't gain anything in the end. Rav Nossim's son, Rav Yitzchak, he was telling his father Rav Nossim that he has great difficulty in learning the book Reshit Chochmah. Reshit Chochmah is a major, major book of Musr. Rabbi Nachman himself learned the book many times, hundreds of times, and he also told his followers to learn it. Fine. But... But the book is very scary because it talks about punishments for all types of sins, what happens after the person is buried. It's a scary book, okay? So Rav told his father, Rav Yitzhak, when I read this book, you know, I feel get depressed. I get broken. Rav Nosen told his son, Rav Yitzhak, the author of the Reshit Chochma had no intent at all to break you when writing this book. And if you feel broken by learning it, then learn something else. Learn something else. Don't say, oh, but it's Torah, I have to learn it. But if it's making you depressed, making you down, then don't learn it. I just spoke recently to a lady who was at a class. It was a breast class even. But she got such a negative vibe after the class, she didn't know what to do. And I explained to her that when you get such a negativity from a class, even if it may be the truth, but it's not the real truth if it breaks you. If now you're worse off than before, it's Torah, I just heard the idea of Torah, but it shakes you and makes you upside down. Then you know that you're on the wrong you're on the wrong track, because the Torah is meant to be an elixir of life. It's supposed to, the The Torah is supposed to bring it's It's a it's a tree of life. It's supposed to bring also life, simcha and joy. If the Torah breaks you and you begin to think, yeah, but this is the way. I have to work on myself. I need sometimes to I need smacked and get smacked up in order to wake up. But if you get smacked up and you see that you're worse off than before, what did you gain? Person has to be very smart and knowledgeable, knowing how to take in the Torah's learning. So this also, going back, is what Rav Nosin said, that the son learned something else. Because today, and Rabbi Nachman stressed it, this, the, the, the way for people to go back to Hashem, to connect, is spe- specifically through simcha, through joy. This, Rav Nosin explains, is what Rabbi Nachman means, that now all beginnings are from Purim, meaning your starting point in life it's not like from the exile and the exodus and have to work hard and toil. It's, you're never going to get out of bed. You're never going to move if that's the case. The starting point today is Simcha. That's what Rabbi Nachman said. But now all beginnings are, and he didn't complete, Rav Nossam completed it. All beginnings are from Purim. And the idea of Purim is Simchat Purim. Rav Nossam writes, the goal of Purim is the joy of Purim. When you tap into the Simcha of Purim, that's your key for everything else. Rav Nosson goes into this a lot. You can take a look in the Kute the section, uh, the laws of Nefilat Apayim Alachadale, discourse number four, uh, B'rikat Hodaa, discourse number six, unbelievable discourses. Rav Nosin explains clearly the verse Ki Besimcha It's a verse about the future, uh, the prophecy of the future redemption, where I think it's the prophet Isaiah. He says, through, uh, for through joy, ki besimcha, through joy, you will leave. Ki besimcha. The pshat of, this, of the verse is that when Mashiach comes and there's the redemption and there's the ingathering of the exiles, so everybody will come through joy. There will be such harmony and singing and happiness in the world. Rav Nosen explains it a bit more, more practical for today even. That through Simcha, not just it'll happen in Simcha, you're gonna have sim you need Simcha, best simcha through the Simcha which is preceding Tetseo. You will leave. You will leave what? You leave anything that you're stuck in, in life. Wherever you're cornered and trapped in life, whenever you're stuck in something, a major challenge, whether it's bane, zone. Children issues, chinuch issues, uh, you know, with your relationship with your kids, chaya, your health issues, financial issues, shalom bait. What's the key? The key is simcha. Because today, if you get caught up in something, you get stressed out by what you're going through, the normal tendency of things is to get you worried and depressed. And once you're depressed, you're trapped. Forget it. You can't get out like that. So, what's needed is yes, you have to run away from things. Work on simcha, and through the simcha, Hashem sends your way openings, vistas that didn't exist before, they come your way because you're happy. It, it wasn't there necessarily, but your joy activated a solution that wasn't there before. This, Rav Nosen writes, is the secret of Purim, and why Purim is so important. It's overstressed in breast of teachings, the joy of Purim. If you succeed in tapping into the Simcha of Purim, it's an opening that stays for you the entire year, meaning that if you have the merit to connect to the joy of Purim, which the Arizal calls He'arat Mordechai, it's a light called the light of Mordechai that does not shine any other time of the year, not even on Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is called Yom Keep Purim, like Purim. Because in this sense, Purim is higher than even Yom Kippur. And the light of Simcha that shines on Purim, not even on Yom Kippur, if you merit on tapping into this light on Purim, what happens is, whatever scenario you go through during the year that tries to bring you down, you have this collateral of joy that you connected to on Purim to come to your assistance so you don't get sucked in. That's the power of Purim. Rav Nosin wrote a prayer, and we're going to have it posted underneath this video, the link to have this to have this prayer uh, accessible in Hebrew and in English. Rav Nosin ends the prayer, this beautiful prayer, 37 of part 2 of this series here. You see the 50th gate here? That's the old edition. We have a newer edition of the 50th gate, Rav Nosin's prayers. Part 2, 37, pray 37. Rav Nosin says, I should be to tap into the Simcha of Purim and to be able to bring other people to joy, and have the simcha with me, tamid, always. Because if you have that joy in your pocket from Purim, you've made it. This is the opening point. This is what Rabbi Nachman said now that all beginnings are from Purim. The simcha is the prerequisite to everything else. That's our key. We can't start off with the, with the burden, pain, and suffering attitude, and that's the way to connect to Hashem. Rav writes, that tzaddikim followed that pathway, That's why they're tzaddikim. But the average Jew, the average Joshimo, you give that attitude, he cracks. He crashes. What's needed is a boost of light. People need simcha, warmth, and love in order to get them to do things. When you show the positivity of life, you got them. This is why Rabbi Nachman also stressed one of the most important teachings that he gave over was called the Zamra the Qutimran lesson 282, which is finding the good points. It's not easy, it's easy to talk about this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but this, Rabbi Nachman teaches, is the key for every Jew today, is you have to work through azamra, which means through finding the good. If you try to serve Hashem by, by being guilty and negativity and everything, you won't make it. It won't work. It won't work. So what's needed is simcha. Pour him, in this sense, is a gift. Rabbi Nelson explains, all the devotions, all the mitzvot are of Purim are for this goal. The reading of the Megillah at night time and on daytime twice is to lift a person out of his darkness. That's why we read the Megillah at night. But like the Halacha says, the main reading of the Megillah is on the day. The goal is to bring the Ora Vesimcha, Leudimaita Ora Vesimcha, which comes out to the Megillah reading during the day also. But you need it first to read the light and the joy of the Megillah also at night, the night of Purim, and then a second time on the day to really connect to the light, and then the other mitzvot of Mishloach Manot, giving food to your to another ish, right to, to your friend, and then Matanot name, giving out free money, okay, and then the meal and drinking the whole day is aimed for joy. Rav Nelson explains that normally. Every mitzvah you do, like the tefillin, Shabbat, Lulav, Tzedakah, there's the mitzvah itself, and then there's a plus of doing the mitzvah besimcha with joy. So it's like another stage. It's one thing to do the mitzvah, you can do the mitzvah like in Tisha b'av mode. The person's very down and depressed and tired, and he's pretty much tefillin. He's like heavy and everything. He gets a certain level of a mitzvah doing the tefillin. But if he does the mitzvah of tefillin with joy, he gets an extra mitzvah. Rav Nosen writes, the mitzvot of Purim are simcha itself. The mitzvah of hearing the Megillah is simcha. It's for simcha. When you're giving food to your friend, it's simcha. I smiling. You don't give on Purim. You know, Mishlach Manot here, take. You give with a happy smile on your face. Oh, thank you. Here you go. Right? And Matalot Yevonim You're also giving. The mitzvahs to give. You don't pay attention. The guy you know has a Rolls Royce and he's collecting. The mitzvahs that says call pochet yad no I don't look at the person and start saying, ah, he doesn't need money. He's a free loafer. We don't say that on Purim. On poor we give everybody. The pockets are open. Open. Whatever you have, you just give. If someone's asking, you give because the attitude is simcha. The Mitzvot is simcha. And for sure, the climax of Nosan writes is the eating and the drinking. Okay? That's one point. The second point is also to what end do we go in order to be happy on porn? Of Nosen writes, there is a big, strong basis of putting on costumes, getting drunk, acting silly. Mile dishtuta—it's called. Mile dishtuta, acting stupid and foolish and silly. It's mile dishtuta as a mitzvah, as the key to being happy. Take the biggest Rosh Hashiva, and then he puts on like a New York Yankees baseball cap, and he puts his face inside, and he's wearing the the the, the Daffy Duck outfit, whatever, and he's making people crack up, and he's looking silly. That's needed. He says daika, because Rabbi Nachman says in, in Rabbi Nachman's wisdom, that today people are so down and depressed, the only way, he says, to get people happy is by telling jokes and acting silly. And this, no one is ashamed on Purim. You have people who are serious all year round, but when it comes to Purim, they're very open to act foolish and joke around. Al-va, if only all year round will be like that also, because people right, the day after Purim, people go back into their Tisha Beav mode, right? They're going like, very serious again. I can't believe he did that and everything. It's like a different person. Rabbi Nachman teaches, take that into the whole year take the joy, activate the joy of simcha, act silly, yes, it's a mitzvah to act silly on Purim if it brings joy, if it brings simcha, and your intent is to come to true simcha, to connect to Hashem, so you have to use this joy on Purim to come to the true joy. May it be Hashem's will, this should be the most amazing Purim of the year. If you can, prepare yourself from now, we have a few days left before Purim, recite Rav prayer in Hebrew, in English, whatever language you'd like use it as a stepping stone because as a rule the more you dive in about something the better chances you have of coming to it we should have the merit that this should be the best poem ever in history and this poem we have should be a major major stepping stone in bringing mashiach and the third Beta mikdash and the ingathering of the exiles bimera biamenu amen